Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a great small business show on KSL Radio every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon called Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. We're interviewing our small business owners and organization leaders who are working hard to navigate our current challenges, and they're telling their stories. We can thank Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism for providing this small business opportunity because they understand the importance. I have Roger Casper with me. Roger, it's such a pleasure to have you on Mighty Main Street. We had the pleasure of speaking to your wife, Ruth, about the wonderful history of the Gem Theater in Panguitch. And I know that you've got a couple of things that you're working on as well. And I know that your son, Chris, is very involved. Um, give us a little background. Tell us about your commitment to Panguitch and your interest and what your next cool initiative is. Thank you so much for having us on and, and letting us share a bit with you of, and your audience of what we're doing here in uh, Panguitch and the surrounding area. You know, the first time I visited Panguitch was with my wife, before she was my wife, to spend Thanksgiving with her and her family. And as I came down here, I fell deeply in love with my wife and, and deeply <laughs> in love with this area, people and the natural beauty that's here. We uh, ended up with the old family home, uh, two-story brick historic home here that we've restored and now uses a short-term summer rental, rental where uh, people can feel the spirit of this area. We've brought in period furniture and quilts and that sort of thing. I often joke that I shouldn't be left unattended here this past year <laughs> with the pandemic and uh, with uh, being evacuated due to the fires from our home in California. I um, uh, had a lot of time to enjoy this area, and we ended up purchasing the Gem Theater, and you talked to my wife about that. And we also ended up purchasing the historic uh, Panguitch Inn, which is across the street from the theater. This is right in the heart of the downtown area. It's steps from a bunch of wonderful restaurants and antique shops and other unique uh, establishments here. And we looked at that as really um, a wonderful asset for Panguitch and, a, and something that we could turn into uh, something like a boutique hotel where uh, visitors could come, be comfortable, get a sense of the area in a family-run establishment, a family-owned establishment, and get advice on the great places to uh, to visit and see in Panguitch and the surrounding areas. Your commitment and your family's commitment, not to mention the historical generational impact uh, that you've had over the years, is astonishing. 
And I tell you, Roger, you're a romantic. You gave me goosebumps when you talked about, I was just envisioning this gorgeous Thanksgiving dinner with this wonderful family in Panguitch with a surrounding beauty. And it's no wonder you fell in love with Ruth, first of all, and also with the area. I am so impressed with your dedication and commitment. And I think that is hilarious that you can't be left unattended uh, because who knows what you're going <laughs> to want to buy next. Tell us, um, tell us about some of your endeavors because you've done some incredible things. And of course, the renovation, what you're doing with the theater and bringing it back to life is just extraordinary. And what you did with the family home was wonderful as well. Give us some other ideas of some of the things that you're doing and some of your future initiatives. Well, let me tell you one other thing that we're doing. Sure. I have a background in biology, and I've always been interested in living things and in growing things. There's a a pseudo-grain called quinoa, and those listeners that are vegans or vegetarians will know uh, quinoa well. It's uh, a true superfood. It has, for a plant, it has very high protein content and a complete set of amino acids. This is grown in the highlands down in South America where there's uh, uh, little rainfall, uh, very short growing seasons, and poor soil. And I thought, hey, that's exactly what penguin is all about. So we've been taking different varieties and growing them here, and uh, we're gearing up to plant multiple acres this year. And that ties in a bit to the Gem Theater because one of the creations that we've done over there, we've, we've been doing some uh, chocolatiering. We've made what we call a Penguin Original, which is a dark chocolate quinoa crunch bar uh, using uh, puffed quinoa. And we're hoping that in years to come, we'll be using puffed quinoa that is not only grown here in Penguin, but is also processed. And I have a good friend, Scott Polson, who's also growing quinoa uh, in the area and and the two of us together are trying to find ways to grow that well and to be able to process that and add value to it to create jobs here in the area. You know, Roger, you're just an entrepreneur, period, end of story. It sounds like you're born and raised this way where you just get interest. You have so many interests and you may even get like a little bored with things and you have to move on to the next project. But you're an extraordinary entrepreneur. I mean, this is amazing what you're doing next. Well, I mean, you're, you're now, now you're a farmer. I mean, now you're a farmer. Yeah, my wife tells me that. We have 50 different fruit trees in our home in California, and we're bringing some of uh, some of those fruits here to Penguin. Uh, one of the favorite chocolates that we had in the Penguin uh, Gem Theater this past year were passion fruit dark chocolate truffles. We also made English toffee. We, we brought some uh, guavas and some fuyu persimmons that we dipped, and, and those are very well received by uh, the locals and the visitors here. So, yeah, it's fun to try different things. Uh, yesterday, we, we made our first batches of ice cream at the Gem Theater, which was really fun. We started simple. We, we did chocolate and vanilla and, and uh, uh, Snickers and also a, um, the Bishop Kevin Heaton special, which uh, we're kind of having fun with uh, one of the bishops here, which is uh, uh, vanilla ice cream with uh, chitty moya, fresh chitty moya uh, fruit uh, added to it, um, which has been very well received. So, yeah, we're having fun. We're trying different things. We're learning. Everything doesn't always work out well, but it's fun doing it. And it's fun seeing the smiles on people's faces as they, they try different things. Well, you know what? If anything ever happens, like an earthquake, I'm just going to get in the car or start walking to Panguitch, and um, and I'll just go to work for you at the gym theater, and I can eat the popcorn and the and the ice cream and all the fruit and everything that you're bringing in, because you and Ruth definitely can take care of yourselves. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, I I'm really impressed. Tell us about the Two Sunsets Hotel. Did I say that right? You did. So the name we've changed the name to the Two Sunsets. And the reason for that is that my father-in-law used to talk about how the sun sets twice here in Panguitch. So it sets in the west, of course, 
But when it sets here, it lights up the, uh, the mountains in the east, so it almost looks like there are two simultaneous sunsets, and so that's where the name of it comes from. I think that's brilliant. It's great marketing. And, uh, and you know what? I think it's so cool that you took advantage of that beautiful area and said, let's honor it, and it does look like two sunsets. So there you go. I think that's wonderful. So you're into hotels. Um, and then your son, I know, is he doing uh, llama backpack trailing? We did set up a business, but we were late getting our permit application into the National Forest Service. So even though we have a business set up, we don't have a permit. So that's a little bit on hold unless we can con- convince the authorities that be to allow us to do that. We do have two llamas here, Rondo and Pegasus, that are um, at the generosity of, of a cousin, Wally Dodds, is staying on the uh, Severe River right now. And uh, we take uh, friends and family out for walks. And uh, if people are interested, they could certainly get in contact with us. And we'd be happy to introduce them to Rondo and Pegasus. They're well, great fun. I'm a friend now, Roger, with you and Ruth and the family. And That's so, them. yes, That's I mean, and, and your son, Chris, just sounds like he's just really having a blast and really enjoying himself. So I'll come and stay in the hotel. Now, is the hotel operating the one that's across from the gem uh, theater that you bought? Is that in operation? It's the- not. It's oh. undergoing massive renovations right now. So all the downstairs bathrooms are gutted. We're completely redoing it. Uh, we're very optimistically hoping to be able to open by Memorial Day, at least some of the rooms, and we hope to have the book of the restoration of the rooms done by by June. So a little bit of a lag there, but uh, we're hoping that it's going to be worth the wait and uh, be wonderful for guests to be able to come and get to know Panguitch, get to know our family a bit, get to know the others that are working there and get to know the area. I'm definitely coming down because of what you've done is just absolutely amazing. And thank you so much to you and Ruth and your impact and really supporting Utah from, you know, from California, from your home in California. But you also have a home in Penguitch. So we really appreciate your impact and your dedication to creating jobs and all the best to you and Ruth and Chris. And I cannot wait to meet you in person and to check out the llamas, the ice cream, the theater, the popcorn, the hotel rooms, the candy bars, (laughs) the fruit from California. It'll be a blast, Roger. Yeah, that would be great to have you. Can I just say one more thing? Please That's, do. Uh, really not creating something new here. We're adding to the richness of the culture that's already here in Penguin, and we're just trying to add in our small way uh, a bit to that. So it's really kudos to the people here and, and to the community here in Penguin and the surrounding areas and the natural beauty. That's really what it's all about. We're just trying to do our part to add to that and enjoy it ourselves. Well, it's a beloved area, and uh, that was humbly said, so we appreciate it. Do you have any websites for our guests to go to? I mean, just any of them? Just pick one? Penguichgem.com. Roger, thank you so much. Roger Casper and his family really committed to Penguich and all the development and everything you're doing on behalf of the state of Utah. We appreciate you. All the best. Thanks so much, Chris. You've been listening to our Muddy Main Street show, The Faces and Places of Utah. You can find us on the podcast page of KSONewsRadio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Muddy Main Street. Join us again next Sunday to hear more from our business community from 11 a.m. to noon on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.